0: Lee Horton.
1: Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. People ask me, can I teach them about improvement? And yes, I can, but ultimately, teaching about improvement doesn't work. You've got to learn by doing. But in a conversation with a client yesterday, I realised that the word teach is five letters, and three of the things that we talk about a lot... Start with those five letters, and an acronym popped into my head. So, I'm going to call it the mindset to teach improvement. And the reason why it's the mindset to teach improvement is because mindset runs all the way through it. We've got to be open to change. We've got to actually want to change. We've got to be open to it and we've got to see the need for it. But not just us, everybody should be able to want to change. And that takes a lot of desire and that takes a lot of work to get people to do it. So mindset is sits at the front of all of this. The so mindset to teach improvement. And then teach stands for teamwork, engagement, accountability, communication, and humble leadership. Those five things really are, for me, the five main things that this improvement things that we all talk about could really solve. And the symptoms of a ineffective system or environment create poor productivity, low customer satisfaction, poor quality, increased costs. But if those are the symptoms and these five things, are the actual things that we want to solve, then maybe we've been looking in the wrong places Or a number of people have been looking in the wrong places for the wrong solutions, the silver bullets to fix the wrong problem. Because often you might try to fix a productivity challenge, but you lose engagement in the people. However, if you start with these five things and look at what you can do to improve these five things, then I reckon that you're cost challenge, productivity challenge, safety challenge, quality challenge, might actually be resolved as a direct result. So the mindset to teach improvement, Teach stands for teamwork, engagement, accountability, communication, humble leadership. Let's break these five things down, shall we? So teamwork, you are probably fed up of me banging on about your team might work but it doesn't mean you've got teamwork. And really, that is about, if you look at uh, Patrick Lencioni's five dysfunctions of a team, the bottom two layers of that are a lack of trust um, and a lack of conflict. So I would encourage you to think about what you can do to build trust and to have more constructive conflict within your teams if you think about trust trust is situational it's individual i would trust some people to look after my children but i wouldn't trust others or them same people um to record a podcast for me i would trust some people to stand in a client meeting um for me but i wouldn't trust those same people to um to look after my children Trust is individual and situational. It's not whether we believe we are trustworthy, although we have got to do the things that we believe, um, build trust in others, but trust is really seen through the eyes of the other person. So only by engaging those people can we actually understand whether we are trustworthy or not, um, really. So I think it was David Meister in the Trusted Advisor introduced a trust equation, reliability plus credibility plus intimacy over self-orientation. Um, is the uh, is the trust equation. So to build a trust, are you reliable? Do you do what you say you're going to do? Are you credible? Do people know that you can do what you say you're going to do? And intimate, Are you? do you have a level of relationship with the other person that is you are wanting to trust you? And then are your intentions for you um, or for all the other people? So are you selfish to selfless on that scale? The more selfless you are or perceived you are, um, the more trusting you will be perceived by the other people. So uh, when we're talking about teamwork, think about trust. uh, Think about building that trust, but think about it from the perspective of the other people. What can you do um, to help them see that you are trustworthy and that your actions are for them? So whether that's you leading a team or leading change, do you always do what you say you're going to do? Are you reliable? Are you credible in their eyes, not your own eyes? Do you have certificates on your fridge? That's credibility in your own eyes. Not everybody sees your fridge like you do every single day. Um, are you credible in their eyes to do the task that it is that they that they need to do? And then do you have a level of relationship um, with them? And do they believe that your intentions are to help you or to help them? If you can satisfy those things, then you're, you go a long way to increasing your levels of trust. And then fear of conflict or a lack of conflict. People fear conflict, don't they? They think it's a negative thing. But if people are not... In an environment where it's okay to um, it, where it's okay to say where there's an issue or a challenge or a frustration, then they are going to not say it. So you're not going to have the as good a suggestion, as good an idea, as good a solution as it could be, um, because people are not openly sharing their views and their opinions. So you don't have teamwork because people aren't working together. They don't feel comfortable and safe to speak out. And, um, and yeah, so conflict needs to be encouraged. You need to create healthy conflict where it's about the process, about the problem, as opposed to being about the person. Um, and the, yes, that's the T, the T part of the teach. E is about engagement. But what I mean by engagement is are you engaging the hands? So people are a pair of hands or a bum on a seat, and that's how we count resources, isn't it, with numbers and uh the number of FTE that are going to be coming to work today, the the amount of people that we need for the shift. Um, So they're engaged physically um, with the hands or um, the bums on a sleeve. But do you engage the hearts? Do they fully believe the journey and the destination that that you're trying to, to achieve? Do they love the reason why you do what you do or not? And do you engage the minds? Do you ask them questions? Because the people who know most about it are the ones that are are closest to the process the ones that do it every single day so so yeah so engagement engage the hands engage the heads and engage the hearts of those people so that is the um the the e part of the teach model and fundamentally this is a is, is a problem that we need to solve so The T being teamwork, the E being engagement, it's about people. And then there's the A, which is the accountability one. I'm going to have to read this one because there's a story of four people. Uh, I think I showed it in one of the very first episodes of the the podcast. But it's a story of four people. And these four people are named everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done. And everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realised that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have. Fundamentally, we need to have clarity on who is doing what and when are they going to do it. If we assign tasks to whole teams of people, it adds an element of doubt, and we need to start to take ownership of the things that we can do. Are we accountable for certain things? Um, I was with a client this past week encouraging them to look in the mirror as opposed to out of the window. And if if you've got a team and your default position is if only that team over there did that, or if only that leader did that, or if only customers did that, or if only that department did that, then you're looking out of the window first. But take accountability for your own actions and your own role in the situation, the current situation. What is in with it, what is within your gift, and then take accountability for it, and then put in those steps, and, and start to address that. So the A is about accountability, and it's about you taking accountability for your role in the particular problem, challenge, opportunity, um, situation that you're in. So yeah, the T. Is about teamwork. The E is about engagement. The A is about having accountability. The C is about communication. And communication is what the other person has heard and not what you have said. I often say that we never communicate enough as part of, of, of change or, or uh, people leadership. Um, and the reason why we don't communicate enough is because it always surprises me when um, people interpret my messages in a different way to how I've actually intended them. And But if I stay consistent about what I'm saying, then over time, the intention will become clearer to each individual. So communication is two-way. Um, often I see uh, improvement initiatives failing because people will... Uh, raise an idea, a, um, a problem, uh, an opportunity, but then they'll not be communicated back to, will not close the loop of that communication and feedback to understand why it can or cannot happen and when it should or should not happen. So communication is key. Clarity of that communication is key, but ultimately communication is is what is heard and not necessarily what is said. You've got to keep saying the same messages to make sure the old messages land. And it's the reason why marketers and, and big brands still advertise now. So you stay in the, um, in, in the forefront of their minds when they need to make a decision about a particular thing. When I'm thirsty, I think of X. When I want an adrenaline rush, I think of Red Bull, which is why they advertise um, the motorsports and, and stuff like that. So they're linking the, the, the brand, the drink brand, to, um, to, to high energy sports. So the marketing is on brand. So we make that link um, between what it is and themselves. So communication is key. We need to do more to communicate more often because it's what people hear and it's not necessarily what we've said. That is important. So we need to be saying the same messages as many times as we can to make sure that the people hear what our intention actually was. So yeah, so communication, and then humble leadership is the H. Humble leadership. I mean, we could say servant leadership. Fundamentally, we are lead. We're all leaders, whether it's a family, whether it's a team, whether it's a business. Um, we are all leaders, but we're all leaders of people that we are trying to serve to try to help the collective move forward together whatever that that collective be so when we're talking about teamwork which is the t and if you're the leader of that that team and one of the the things we spoke about there was a level of trust then it's about being selfless and that everybody there knows that you are there to help them get better at whatever it is that they're trying to do So humble leadership is about being curious, not necessarily, it's okay to not know the answers. I would encourage you don't know that they are all of the answers. The more curiosity that you can create, the more questions that other people will ask. And also the better solutions and answers that you will get because of that. You might be paid the big books um, because you perceive you need to have all of the answers. But you don't, you need to have all of the questions that then create all of the answers within the people that you're working. Because then you're engaging the minds of those people as well, which is the E part of it. You're clearly communicating the vision of where you want to try to get to. So I've said a number of times that change is, is top down and bottom up. Everybody, People believe that change should be bottom up. Yes, the ideas and solutions should come bottom up because people protect what they build, but the the direction, the clarity of that direction and vision and expectation should be top down. And that comes with clear communication, humble leadership. So all of these things bring together a learning system that allows you to find more problems than you can solve. And, if you are finding more problems than you can solve because the right level are, are being engaged and they're, they're safe to speak out, the finding things that are within their gift and that they're account and that they're accountable for that they can challenge and, and not necessarily just point at other departments and things, then your productivity challenges, your cost challenges, your quality challenges will naturally go in the direction that you want them to because the system that everybody is working, the environment that everybody is working is one, which is led by a humble leader, a leader that is there, it's curious, that's building trust um, within the team and that, that you're getting teamwork that's clearly communicated to highly engaged people with everybody knowing what they are accountable for and taking their role um, within that. So when I talk about the mindset to teach improvement, improvement needs to be, you need to learn by doing. The more you do, the more you learn, um, and we need to be learning more as organisations throughout. The mindset is be open to that learning and being open to change. And then the teach part of it is these five letters, T for teamwork, E for engagement, A for accountability, C for communication, and H for humble leadership. And if you're tackling those five things, then your other challenges will be being worked on. Because you'll have a highly engaged group of people working together for the common goal that feel safe to identify issues and challenges and solutions and speak out. So, yeah, that is what I believe is the, um, is the real crux of this improvement game. It is those five things. Do you, do, do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you have a different um, set of things that you believe that improvement is all about? So it's mindset plus teach equals improvement whatever you believe that um, I would love 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 to keep the, to, to, to start the conversation with you to uh, carry on the conversation with some of you but what do you think mindset to teach improvements um, what are your thoughts on it after just listening to me for waffle on for the last 15 minutes I would love to hear Um, you know how to get in contact uh, LinkedIn TikTok Instagram um, or just email or the business page um, getknowledge.co.uk have an amazing week And we will chat again very soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the Business Problem Solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember... Saying you know how to do it is not doing it.